in Eatonville Saga, Season 3, A Year of High Anxiety, Episode 11, On Balance. Here's our storyteller, N.Y. Nathiri. If you all can keep the county from shoveling dirt for five years, you will win. So said a veteran of the historic preservation movement. However, hearing this matter-of-fact assessment early on in our struggle was certainly depressing. Five years? How were we to maintain our opposition to the county and pursue historic preservation legitimacy at the same time? Frankly, dear listener, it seemed like an impossible task. PEC seemed to be forever in a response mode. That in and of itself was stressful. And the county with so many instruments of power, was able to wage psychological warfare as well. I remember vividly coming into Eatonville one morning and seeing surveyor stakes, you know, the sticks that are placed as guides to where construction is going to occur. Well, on this morning, as I made the right-hand turn onto East Kennedy Boulevard, the first thing I saw at the corner of East Kennedy and Wymore where Mayor Marine's home stood, were stakes literally all up under the front room of his home. The county's message was clear. The county is going to win, and if you people do not back off when we do begin widening this roadway, by the time we finish with you all, you're going to wish you had not fought against us. Certainly, in terms of the court battle, the PEC and Maitland were on the losing side. The March 7, 1988 lawsuit filed by PEC and the June 2nd lawsuit filed by the city of Maitland had both been dismissed with prejudice. But yes, both of our lawsuits were being appealed But the fact was that we had both received a knockout punch in the first round. In Eatonville, PEC had another challenge. We had to navigate a tougher terrain. We had to strike that delicate balance of sometimes disagreeing with elected officials in the town without being disagreeable. We also had to be careful not to engage in a public fight with Eatonville elected officials. We had to maintain sincere respect for the local government, while at the same time fully exercising the rights and privileges which belong to us as a 501c3 tax-exempt nonprofit. Additionally, we had to include one other calculus, and that is that the town of Eatonville was engaged in ongoing negotiations with the county on other matters. That Eatonville was a low socioeconomic community, which needed Orange County to assume certain specific financial obligations. Indeed, dear listener, PEC was involved in a delicate dance. 1988 was an election year at the national level and it was also an election year at the municipal and county level. And as former Speaker of the United States House of Representatives, the late Tip O'Neill of Boston is often credited as having said, all politics is local. 
Those were the heavy factors on the left-hand side of the scale. On the other side of the scale, there were also counterweights. 1988 was an election year at the national level, and it was also an election year at the municipal and county levels. And as former Speaker of the United States House of Representatives, the late Tip O'Neill of Boston was associated as often saying, all politics is local. In Eatonville, you will recall, dear listener, veteran politician Nathaniel Vereen had been elected to mayor after Mayor Abraham Gordon decided not to seek re-election. In Maitland, there was also a new mayor elected. Councilman Darcy Bone assumed the mayor's seat. Whereas in Eatonville, the town council was not consistently unified on its position vis-a-vis the road controversy. In Maitland, there was consistent opposition. The third pivotal election was the county commission seat for District 5, the district in which Maitland falls. Now remember, dear listener, this is 1988, and the commission seats were elected at large, which meant that everyone in the county would be voting for a particular district commissioner. Bill Donegan had run, and he had won. That meant For those of us who oppose the road widening, now we had our man on the board of the Orange County Commission, a very important circumstance. And newly ensconced, Commissioner Bill Donegan knew that he had been elected because he did listen to the people. In fact, he said he intended to bring the issue before the commission's December 27 meeting when there was a scheduled public hearing for the county to approve a second phase of widening on the west side of Kennedy Boulevard, a project which was supported by both Eatonville and Maitland. Ever an astute politician, Eatonville Mayor Nathaniel Vereen, according to the December 5, 1988 issue of the Orlando Sentinel, was reported as saying that he would welcome the chance to have Donican and commissioners reconsider the project. Three other Eatonville council members who have argued for three lanes could likely side with Vereen and give Donegan the show of support, so stated the Orlando Sentinel. Vereen went on to say that many Eatonville residents supported Donegan in the November election in hopes he might help Eatonville and Maitland scale back the project. And dear listener, there was one more item that helped to add weight to the other side of the scales. On Thursday, December 1, Circuit Court Judge Cecil H. Brown, the same judge who had dismissed with prejudice both the PEC and Maitland lawsuits against Orange County, ruled that Orange County would have to pay Maitland's legal fees because a county had not met with the city of Maitland when the city informed it back on March 16 of its intention to sue. Remember the common allegations in the Maitland lawsuit? And here I'm going to refresh our memories by reading directly from the filing, common allegations number four, 
On March 16, 1988, in accordance with Chapter 164, Florida Statutes, 1987, the City of Maitland notified Orange County of Maitland's intent to file this action. And Common Allegation Number 5, contrary to the requirements of Section 164.103, Florida Statutes, 1987, Orange County failed to hold a public hearing within 30 days after receipt of Maitland's notice of intent to sue to discuss the proposed litigation with Maitland. Under Section 164.104, Orange County is required to pay the attorney's fees and costs of the city of Maitland. Word had it that Assistant County Attorney A. Brian Applegate was just a little bit miffed because this administrative oversight on the part of the county left open a window that should have been jammed closed in this whole controversy. As he was reported to have stated in the December 4 edition of the Orlando Sentinel, the letter from Maitland was directed to the county commission officers where workers probably did not realize its legal significance, said Assistant County Attorney A. Brian Applegate and the county never held a meeting with Maitland. What was the real-world implication of the judge's ruling? Maitland's attorney, David Baker, said he believes Thursday's ruling means that the county will pay for fees throughout appeals on the lawsuit. However, Applegate, the assistant county attorney, said that that is incorrect and Brown's decision only applies to costs for the circuit court proceeding in late August, so stated the Orlando Sentinel article in December 4. Now, the attorneys might wrangle about the implication of Judge Brown's ruling, but for those of us contesting the Orange County Commissioner's decision to five-lane the existing two-lane East Kennedy Boulevard Lake Avenue Roadway, Practically speaking, this meant that Maitland could appeal the process and that Orange County would have to pay for the court costs. Maitland would not have to finance this ongoing opposition. And for us, dear listener, that was critical. It meant that there was no negative impact on future considerations concerning this controversy. Looking back, on balance, 1988 had been a pretty good year for Eatonville, for Maitland, and for PEC. End of episode 11. You've been listening to an Eatonville saga. Executive producer, the Association to Preserve the Eatonville Community, Inc. Podcast, concept, and storyteller, NY Theory, Eatonville native, and the executive director of the Association to Preserve the Eatonville Community, Inc., PEC. Produced and directed by Ken Moore. 2021 copyright by the Association to Preserve the Eatonville Community, Inc., all rights reserved. Thanks for listening. If you would like to support our podcast by giving, you can give to PEC at www.give2pec.org. That's www.give2pec.org.